Welcome. Today, our guest is Deborah Kosas from Envision Impact. Deborah, it's so good to see you. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so good to see you. Well, that's, you know, it's, you know, these are such interesting times. And, you know, we have, the last time we met, we were actually at an in-person meeting. Um, I think that was the last in-person meeting most of us were at. Uh, before we ended up being sequestered in our home. So it's good to see you uh, virtually and spend some time with you today. I am honored because um, I gathered so much from your last event that I met you at that it's so nice to talk with you again. And this is as in person as we can get these yeah. days. Exactly, exactly. So what Deborah's talking about is um, in February, um, right before we were supposed to have a huge snowstorm, which dog-legged to the right, thank goodness, and then right before um, the impact of the pandemic hit, I held my Be Legendary conference, of which Deborah came and was a gracious uh, part of that, and getting testimonials and really talking to people who were attending that. So thank you for your participation and support of the conference. I just love the energy and everything mm. was beautiful. I can't wait till we can be in person and you have another one because I think <laughs> everybody, I know I myself was inspired by it. So thank you. Great. Thank you. Yeah, I think the next one's going to be virtual. So, you know, we'll, we'll let you know when that one's coming up, but we look to do a virtual one next for sure. So, but we want to talk a little bit, you know, you know, having met you, Deborah, and it hasn't been that long that um, I actually have known you, because I know that you work with a videographer and um, you and Jared are, you know, great partners. Um, and you do a lot of really interesting stuff. And I think one of the, the benefits that, that your skill set brings is really helping you know, entrepreneurs and small businesses and, um, and leaders help build their brand and help create a message that is enticing and engaging for folks. So, you know, tell me a little bit about uh, your business and um, the name of your business and how long you've been in business and what you do kind of in a nutshell. Well, the name of my business <clears throat> is Envision Impact because branding your, your business, it's your vision. I bring out what is unique about you that sets you apart from everybody else. And I'm really a conceptual designer, um, marketer, mm -hmm. and I use whatever combination that's needed for your business, your industry. Sure. And of course now, it opens up a great opportunity for people to do, use video. And I knew back in 2015, I started with video different than my strategic partner, Jared, does a different kind of video. Yeah. Um, but this, I knew back in 2015, it's going to surge and it has, we've seen it grown and you get yeah. better engagement and better retention. And so now look at where we're at now. It not only is video important, but what we're doing right now, Zooming. I was also an art director, so I love helping people with what do you look like in this box, right? Exactly. <laughs> and Barbara, you look beautiful, but I've oh, seen you. professionals that, you know, things are coming up 
through their head, the colors <laughs> aren't right, you know, there's so many things that can help people with even in our box. <laughs> yeah, and I think, yes, I, you know, I think that's so important. And, and, and the one thing that I will say that I even really recognized about what you did, because at the conference we had a swag bag. And when I was all said and done, I came home and I opened up the swag bag and I'm like, what, what's all in the swag bag? Because, you know, people were taking care of that. So, I, you know, I was working on other things. And the one thing that I recognized right away was the swag bag that the item that you had in the swag bag, um, you actually had attached a small card next to your, uh, your marketing piece and you attached it, but you tied the messaging of the conference together to what you were offering. And I thought that's brilliant. I mean, and no one else had done that. And I said, that's really brilliant of someone who's really thinking about why someone is going to be there. And then also the benefit of sharing how what I do connects to why you were there. So that was a brilliant move, Deborah. I, I love that. Well, thank you so much. Messaging is so important. I've I've worked with writers and editors for most of my life. And what works best is when the visuals and the messaging work together in unison. It's just more impactful, right? Sure. So what are some, what are some key questions that you ask people to help them think about what their key messaging truly is? I, I do a discovery questionnaire and it's pretty long. <laughs> Some of the questions are, you know, what is it about your business to meet your goals that you haven't achieved yet? So I go more, I go very deep into where do you want to be in three years? Um, what's, what do you th think sets you apart from your competition? And so many times, Barbara, it's amazing. People will talk and they don't know, but they talk about it. And then they say something that I say, that's it. And yeah. they're like, what, what's it? I'm like, that's how you're different. And it's not anywhere on their marketing at all. And I believe in very simple messaging, very clean, easy to read, you know, get your strong yeah. points out. You don't want your message or even your marketing materials for someone to think that they're, you know, looking at a pinball machine, you know, you have a flyer, but you don't know where to look because there's so much stuff. Yeah. So less is more, but organized. You know, I have, I went to university for graphic design. I have that background, I have the marketing and of course the video yeah. um, messaging as well. You know, I think that is just right on target. This whole idea of being crystal clear. Because I know even when we were putting together the, the Be Legendary conference, people kept saying is what it's about. And I said, well, it's, it's about leadership. Well, there's a million things out there about leadership. There's workshops and conferences, and it's all about leadership. But it wasn't until we got down to crystallizing that this conference was about community connection and breakthrough, that everything became very clear. And what I found was even the marketing, developing the marketing became very simple. It, 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 it just made it so much easier for me as the conference owner. And do you find that once you find that core message with your folks that, and the light bulb goes on, that they're able to 
just really become really comfortable and, and continue with those messages then? Is that something that really helps them? Yes, it does. And that's why I go through a lot of discovery because we want to be on the same page. And I might give them two or three concepts because there isn't just one way to get your message across. Sure. And I do, Barbara, your, your flyer, your marketing was beautiful. The, the logo, everything. And you made it unique, just like you said. You know, there's so much about leadership out there, which is wonderful, but how do you set yourself apart? And that's what I do for my clients as well. And the clearer direction, I like to do the best one time, the first time, right? I don't want to do it over. So the more clear that we are, the better the outcome. Absolutely. So, you know, you, you also talked about, you know, image, right? So not only having the message, but the image, how do you help folks uncover their, their image? Well, it's interesting each, that's a great question because each client is different. Mm -hmm. I had one client who was a coach and he was actually part of the John Maxwell team. Okay. And I said to him, but you're different than any other coach on that team. Let's brand you. You could still be part of the John Maxwell team and have some of that branding, but we want to brand you. He had awards, he had this, you know, he had his own right. experience to add to that, right? So I even helped him come up with a name for his company. Oh, great. So, great. you know, it just depends on what um, the client will let me be a participant in, right? I'm yep. their strategic partner in, in selling their business, in making their brand. So it was naming his company. I gave him a few choices. It was different um, logos to go with that. And then I went on to design his brochure. So it was really, he was so pleased. So um, I hope that answers your question, but yes, yes. each client is different in what their needs are. Well, I think one of the things that I find is when you look at someone's brand, like their logo or their brand statement, and you really look to see if it matches with what they do. And if there's any kind of disconnect, I'm completely like, I'm kind of done with it. Cause I'm, you know, I'm, if they're not sure, then as someone who might want to work with them, I'm not sure I want to work with them if they're not clear. That's a great point. I mean, I have found myself in the same situation. Absolutely. Um, and, and integrity. You want, you know, if you come off crystal clear, a good direction, and it follows through, somehow your confidence shows through, your integrity, and so much more, right? It just follows, it, it gives you that expertise, that uh, credibility. Absolutely. So Deborah, when you're looking at, you know, branding that people do, what is the one mistake that you find a lot of people make? That their logo doesn't represent what they do. I have seen that. Really? And there are some that so on target represents what you do. Um, even a logo type can help. So when, when you don't get it, maybe it's too complex, maybe it's off 
target. Um, those are things that can go wrong with a logo. Okay. And branding. And, and branding. branding, sure, and branding. So what is it that you love about what you do? What is it that you love about this whole branding and imaging and, and creating image for people? What, what, what gets you all jazzed up about it? Well, the first time I get jazzed up is when I'm creating and I get the chills. I'm like, oh, this is really? it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. And the second time in a project I get this, oh, yeah, and the chills is when the client loves it, right? Sure. I've had so many clients say, I don't know how you got it from my head to a logo and to branding, but you did it. I don't know how you did it. Sure. So that's exciting. And then, of course, from branding goes to the other, the brochures, the print material, the video, the website, whatever it is that they need me for, ads, you know, social media. Yeah. yeah. So how do you determine if that brand is actually being successful out with the clients or with the potential clients? How, how do you, what's a metric that someone can use um, to help them determine whether it's really a good brand for them? That is an excellent question. You can test it. You can test it on Twitter, on Facebook. You know, if a client isn't quite sure, you know, between this one or that one, you can test it. You can ask people that you trust, you know, this is, what do you think of this? And go ahead and do your testing that way. Okay. Well, and then, you know, I guess the other thing that is always really hard about branding is when do you make a determination if you need to, to pivot or change or upgrade or do something with your brand or with your logo? Is that ever something that you need to consider or um, is, it, is it like you pick your brand and you just stick with it forever? Like how, do you, how do you think about that? Well, if you look at even the top brands, um, Coca-Cola, um, even 31 Flavors changed mm -hmm. their branding, right? So um, if you look at some of the top brands, they've changed their logos and their branding. Obviously, if it's been around for a long time and it needs refreshing and updating, I have a client right now that it really can use it and he's agreeing to it. So that's good. If it doesn't say the message that maybe your business evolved, you know, we're sometimes we're ever changing. So if your business evolves, your branding has to do that as well. And if perhaps your business is similar, but maybe the, your, your target audience has changed. Sure. Maybe the messaging and the branding has to change that way for your okay. new target market. So it's not a one and done. It's, it's, it evolves along as your business evolves. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you do, I know, you know, there are times when there's trademark issues and someone may have used a brand or a logo for a long time. And then lo and behold, they find out somewhere along the line after they've put it on their website and designed all the marketing materials and they've sent it all out and they're like, oh, trademark infringement. What do you do uh, for your clients to ensure that 
that you aren't infringing on trademarks before you move forward with everything? So if someone comes to me and they already have branding, I'll ask them and I, I'm not a lawyer, but I do know trademark lawyers. So I'll yeah. invite them to contact these people. Sure. If it's someone who wants a new logo, I'm creating it. So we're not infringing on anyone. If it's a new name, I again, invite them to talk to a trademark lawyer. Sure. So it's always good to get legal advice with some of these things if you're not sure. Right. Right. Okay, good. So, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there or people who are um, deciding to be entrepreneurs right now, you know, and it always seems to happen when you have, you know, 2008 and the downturn, we had a lot of impact with the 9-11 tragedy um, where people all of a sudden decided to go out on their own for either because they couldn't find a job or they said, this is it. I want to be my own boss. I don't want to be at the mercy of, of anyone else anymore. I want to be responsible for me. What advice and counsel do you give to someone right now who's thinking about starting their own business and thinking about branding and, and, and all that and, and the imaging that they're creating? What's some advice that you give them to help them think that through from like from scratch? I think it's a great, another great question. I do have a client that I'm working with that has a new idea for opening a business and his target date was April actually. So he's glad that it didn't happen that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was very fortunate, a blessing in disguise. You know? Yes. So when he talked to me about his business, Again, I was thinking, okay, how is he unique? And he did have a unique angle on his business. It was awesome. So if there's something that, and he did the research, okay? As a businessman, he did the research, he did the testing. So I would suggest to someone who's thinking of starting a business, if it's a niche market and it's you don't see it out there, still test it to see if there's any interest and there's different ways that you could do that. Um, and then if it is something that's pretty prevalent out there, then again, test the market, test your ideas. You have to be careful because you don't want someone to take your ideas, unfortunately. Right. So um, it, there is a bit of research to be done with that. Sure. So, you know, today, obviously, virtual is the way to go. And social media, what is it now? It used to be seven to eight touch points before you got someone's interest. Now it's 33, 34, 35 touch points. So we have all these social media avenues out there. What are the, the key social media distribution um, um, or the key social media um, offerings that you use that you find are the most impactful? Another great question, Barbara, I love it. <laughs> it really does depend on your industry and your target audience. Not only do you have to go where your audience is, but you try to find the groups and the niches within the different platforms. Sure. Sometimes there's overlap and other times there isn't. So again, some research to see, okay, where does your target 
audience live? What are they doing there? What keeps them up at night? What are their pain points? You know, I'm sure that many of your clients and community have heard that before, but it is a matter of where they live and what they're talking about. And the great thing is that we can find out pretty easily by going on the different channels. Sure. Yep. And I, and I, you know, I do business coaching and I always have my clients build an avatar of their ideal client. <clears throat> and then the next question I ask them is where does your ideal client surf on the web? I mean, are they on Facebook, are they on Instagram? So I, I think that you've hit right on target is who is your, uh, your core client. And as I always tell them, it's, you're not going to exclude other people, but you have to be able to market to somebody or you're marketing to nobody. That's the biggest challenge, which I'm sure you feel with your clients as well. Absolutely. And you might go a little bit deeper and find out, well, what are they buying? Right? Sure. So yeah. there's so many aspects, especially with, you know, if you get into paid advertising, you can really get specific. So talking about paid advertising, do you use um, things like um, Google ads or Facebook ads? Do you recommend those for folks? Um, I do recommend there's Facebook ads have, have been great for, again, if your client lives there and breathes there, Instagram is great for other clients. YouTube is even very good. Sure. Um, Google ads have been successful for some people. Again, it depends on your market. Your ad spend is definitely um, a consideration. Sure. Yeah. So, I, you know, and I think that a lot of people just look at those and dismiss them, but everything is an opportunity and you just never know who you're going to connect with. You just never, ever know. So it's important to explore the different avenues, even if you're not comfortable with them, maybe where your client is. Exactly. And again, you start out by testing it small and then you see what grows, see what works and what doesn't. And that's why I, I'll do several different ads and testing different ads at the same time so we can see what works, what doesn't, pull away from one ad, then put more emphasis on another ad. It's it's really a good way to test. Okay, so you do all of that for your clients. So you're really a full service, full service um, person, full service, service provider for your client. Absolutely. So what haven't we talked about that you think is important to share with folks about branding and image and marketing? Well, this is um, the first thing that comes to mind is I know how some people say, don't worry about being perfect. It's progress. Get started. But do your homework first. Don't just jump in and say, oh, I can fix that later. And then maybe it's my publishing background. I was art director for Connors Magazine, one of their magazines. And, and so I'm, I'm the designer who also wordsmiths. So I do think that you don't have to be perfect but you do need to have the right spelling, the grammar, the, you know, maybe that's just my personal preference, but yeah. you still want to present yourself as professional and as great an image as you can from the beginning. Exactly. Same advice and counsel I give to my career 
uh, coaching clients is make sure your resume has no typos in it because I tell you, I've seen more people and the manager looking at a resume and say, it's got typos in it. If they can't get this right, I don't want them on my team. And just like that. So I think you're, you're right. Even though we are forgiving, it, that impression is so important. So important. I remember um, when I was art director for one of the companies, I worked with Disney and Coca-Cola and some other big brands. And I'll never forget doing some research on their website. And even on Disney, I found typos. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it does make a difference. And I think with Disney, there's so much. I think that's a company that, again, it, you're more forgiving with, although you kind of like tilt your head and go, why? I think sometimes with the, the entrepreneur, the small business, you don't get a lot of, you don't have that brand recognition yet. So you have to be even more um, in tune and aware of what's going on and how people are perceiving you. It, it's such a big um, consideration. So I think that's, that's true. I think also there is, um, there's tools out there. I've discovered these tools for headlines yes. um, that give you feedback on whether it's a good headline or not. And I've actually started using these tools and um, I think, I can't even think of the names right now. I can post them in the comments below, but these tools have helped me design headlines for my marketing um, you know, if you put in a headline and you get a score of 40 out of a hundred, that's pretty bad. So you keep kind of working with it. And it's not to say that it's the be all end all, but what I have recognized is that if I have to put something out there online for myself, just something quickly, these are great tools that have made me really aware, um, of my lack of ability in creating these marketing headlines. Um, and by using these tools, I've really been able to upgrade um, in how I communicate. So it's been interesting. I think there's tools out there for us to use um, if we're doing something simple on your own. I mean, obviously, our core messaging, we go to someone like you who has the talent and expertise, but there's things that we put out there on a daily basis that we really need to be aware of. One of my favorites is Headline Analyzer. I don't remember the URL right now, but I was able to, to help a client with so many, and he's a speaker, so many of his headlines that yeah. went from zero or 20% that um, his coach had helped him with. And I got it up to some of them 75%, even 100%. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yep, that's actually the one that I used. I'm glad you said that. I couldn't think of the name of it, but that's one I use. And, and I've been able to bring my headlines up into the 70s and 80s. I'm like, wow. And it does, it really gives you a good perspective on how you may be perceived because what you think um, comes across really um, interesting or cool or intelligent may not be landing that way. And it's good to get, even if it's um, artificial intelligence feedback, it's still feedback, which has great um, data and algorithms behind it. Absolutely. And what you said is so true, getting back to not only headlines, but making sure that your copy is proofed and, you know, the best it can be is that you're putting forth, that's part of your brand. Exactly. Right? You yep. want to be confident that people look at you as the expert. So you want that to be there as best as it can be. And, and there's great tools for that too. There's a great tool called Grammarly. And I actually use Grammarly Pro because I'm an author 
and it really picks up on a lot of different things in your content. So there's great tools and it's, it's better than just, you know, the word, the word check for spellings and punctuation where something like Grammarly Pro, again, can really make you understand and realize your tendencies towards writing. Um, and you can, you can change and shift and upgrade what you're doing um, with a little bit of knowledge. Beautiful. I think we've helped some people here today, don't you? I think so. I think so as well. So Deborah, it's always great to spend time with you and, and, and virtually or in person. Um, so how can people find you? What is the best way for folks to get in touch with you? Well, thank you, Barbara. It's an honor to be here. And the name of my company is Envision Impact, E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N. -I and you can reach me at Deborah, D-E-B-R-A, at EnvisionImpact.com. My website is envisionimpact.com. And you can see me on Facebook as well. So thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. And thank you for sharing your knowledge um, with folks. And, you know, if we can help some of the business folks that are currently running their businesses or those who are thinking about starting something new, um, thank you for sharing your ideas and knowledge with them. And hopefully we can help them. So, Deborah, you have an amazing day. And stay safe, and uh, we'll chat soon, okay? Thank you, and I love that sun behind you. Let's, <laughs> you. let's look towards the future, right? Absolutely. Help each other now, and then look for the future on the other side. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. All right, bye-bye now. Bye. -bye